I taught at five different schools this week, seven different grades, FMD, and it was one of the greatest substitute weeks I've ever had. Let's talk about it and other things today on expanding our repertoire on episode 15, Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Oh, man, you cannot believe how great a week I've had. I cannot wait to tell you about it. Let's do a little housekeeping first. Let's remember that my email address is gregcollinsubstitute at gmail.com. You can hit me up at Twitter at at sub teach lounge and then i want you to make use of our facebook page also called substitute teachers lounge in fact i would especially encourage you to go there now i had one day at high school this week and saw a poster in the hallway that i would really like uh, to get your comments on it it didn't shock me but it was very surprising to me to see this in the hallway so i would love to know what your general thoughts are about it i've already heard some from that i have that have already uh, subscribed to that facebook page so i would love to know what you have to say my other big announcement i am in the process of working with another uh, podcast host to have his podcast that he co-founded with a member of his family that I listen to every week. It is a great resource for teachers. I listen to a lot of teachers' podcasts, but I'll have to admit, I like this one best because it's it's about resources for teachers. It's done in a way that your kids will absolutely love in your class. I listen to it every week. He knows that I've already used it in the classes I've taught, so I love it a lot. It's only about 15, 20 minutes at the most, and it's perfect for a classroom setting. So I would encourage you all. I'm not going to tell you the name of it right now because I want to, uh, if it doesn't work out for a while for us to do uh, Uh, the interview on my podcast with him, then I would tell you what it is because I don't want to delay too long. But he's uh, interested. I have sent him sample questions. I have given him ideas and told him that I'd really prefer we talk about his ideas anyway. So that will be coming up hopefully in the not-too-distant future. All right, I will have to say that this was by far my most enjoyable substitute week I've ever had, not just because of the students, but because of the diversity in ages, situations, grades. As you heard from the beginning, I ended up substituting and for seven different teachers this week because one of the days was a split three ways. So it was exciting for me. I tried some things that were a little bit out of my comfort zone I that, that shouldn't have been, but I want to share that with you. First of all, the county school systems were out on Monday here. So I actually got a call 
from uh, one of our more private schools in my area, and I taught there on Monday. And the reason it was a first for me, it was my first shot at teaching elementary school. As much as a lot of you have fussed at me a little bit about not giving that a shot, you know that my preferred grades are middle school especially and then high school, so I had never tried elementary. But I did this week. In fact, uh, it just so happened that the class I was in was co-taught by a, uh, I won't tell who it is, but it was a relative of mine, and that helped me quite a bit. But it was a fifth grade self-contained class, or in other words, you know, it was the first class I'd had where I was actually teaching multiple subjects to the same group of kids uh, for that day. I, they didn't change classes, so to speak. They went to different, like gymnasium and library. But other than that, all the subjects were taught in this classroom. So I enjoyed that quite a bit. I will no longer shy away from elementary school because I wasn't sure how I would do at that level. Uh, now, be, to be honest, fifth grade is only a few months removed from sixth grade which sixth grade is typically my favorite grade to teach anyway so i enjoyed going out for the recess and playing with them and participating i enjoyed their library time i enjoyed what they had to say i went ahead and asked them some of the trivia questions they got to know me and in fact uh, i was called to come back the next day but unfortunately or fortunately however you want to say it i had already had a job at another school, but I really enjoyed that. I will definitely be doing that again. Those kids were great. It was a little bit unusual situation at the end of the day that I hadn't done before because it's it's more of a private school with uh, an, a smaller enrollment. And at the end of the day, you turn on your radio in your room, your walkie-talkie type radio, and they actually call out students' names one at a time as their rides pick them up. They don't have a bus system, at least that picks kids up and takes them to school they have a bus system for other reasons maybe sporting events and things like that but it was an enjoyable day it was new for me uh, that was the only day that I didn't have volleyball to referee that night so I was able to hang around a while and watch how their system worked and it was great now the next day one of my most I guess exciting days ever. I was called by a middle school in the area, and they were asking me, uh, Mr. Collins, since the t uh, you know since the students enjoy having you here, would you be willing to try our FMD class for today? Or it was the day before when she called me, but I said, you know, I didn't say this to her, but I thought to myself, you know, maybe I would never do this on my own or at least not soon because not because I don't think those kids are special but because maybe I don't have the experience and knowledge that's sufficient yet to handle them but I don't turn anybody down so when they suggested that I said sure I would love to give it a try and let me tell you this was this was in a middle school environment there was about 12 kids in there I loved every minute of it I got to sit down with them, and it was much more of a one-on-one -on -one experience. We had the class split into three around uh, horseshoe-type tables. So me and the two paras that were in the room with me, we got to switch around and talk to each one of them. I could tell the kids enjoyed playing games with me, and as I understand, 
not all the substitutes that they have for that class are, you know, they, they're more just watching the kids. You know, I enjoy jumping in there and playing with them. We played cards when we went outside for some movement time. I participated in their activities. We threw balls and played with uh, the bubble gun and a lot of different things that was just so much fun. So I cannot believe I hadn't tried that before. So I would encourage you, This the big emphasis on the podcast today is expanding our repertoire, expanding our horizons, expanding our base, however you want to say it, and to just branch out and see how well we can do in areas that we don't normally teach. So the FMD, FMD class was great. At the end of the day, I told those kids that the next time that I was teaching in that school, even if it wasn't for them, I would make sure I came by to say hello. And they clapped their clapped their hands, and that was exciting for me. One of the, the kids in the class told me, Mr. Collins, I don't want you to leave, so that was special. Uh, we had some comical moments. I joked around with one of the girls that didn't talk much but had a great smile, and she liked to laugh, and I, I, was, I would poke fun with her a little bit and joke around with her to get her to laugh, and I asked her if she had been drinking my soda that was on the table, and she thought that was funny that I was uh, asking her if she had started drinking my soda, but that was funny. There was some twins in the class, and, you know, as I usually do when I meet twins, I just ask them which one was born first, and one of them said, well, Mr. Collins, we're twins. We were born at the same time, and I thought that is the cutest answer I have ever heard in my life, so we had a nice laugh about that, and of course, I know what twins are. I've got twins of my own, so it does, in fact, mean they're we're born. They're born at the same time. So it was just an overall enjoyable experience for me. I would recommend that to everyone. We've talked about FMD and other types of classes on here before. I would encourage you, don't be hesitant. Those kids are so special. They need our attention as well. And when you take, you know, allow yourself to take advantage of a situation like that, Please participate with those kids. I, I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed them. They they would walk up to the, they have one of those uh, active uh, whiteboards that they can, has a touch screen on it. Uh, we had activities like that. We watched some shows. Uh, they had some free time to watch some historical animated type shows. So it was just a fantastic day, and I am so glad I did that. That brings us to Wednesday. Now, on Wednesday, I was back at a school that you've heard me mention that this particular sixth grade class might be uh, my overall favorite to teach because they're just so well-behaved. So I got to do that. I was back in an ELA class. Uh, I got to read to them. They also participated in a practice test. So I actually like those environments when they're, you know, they're automatically quiet when they're taking a test. All this, this particular group would have been quiet anyway. That's just the kind of students they are. I was able to walk around. Since it was a practice test, I was able to give them some examples. There was a vocabulary part. We talked about antonym and synonyms, and I didn't have to talk to them much because everybody in the room remembered what those definitions were. They were to go down and pick out words that were antonyms to other words. Some of the words I had to explain to them they hadn't heard of before, and I try, for instance, as far as uh, 
gape. They had not heard, a lot of them had not heard that word before. So one of the choices was stare. And I just stared at them to give them a hint. And most of them laughed and picked up on it. So I was able to help them in that way. But always in stuff like that. Now, you can't do that with like K or we call it K prep in Kentucky. But standardized test that is measuring. I can't give them any suggestions for that. But I like these testing environments where it's either practices or pre-tests so that the, and the, te- the regular teacher knows, gets to know what their level of learning is and that she can adapt that to her class and, and do those kind of things and be able to teach them well. So I, it was enjoyable for me to go back and see my favorite class again. Wouldn't bother me if I got to see them every week, but I, you know, you've heard me say before, I love the advantages when I had the long-term sub for nine weeks last year. I really got to know those kids. We got I, we got really close, and every time we see each other in the hallway, even if I'm not teaching their class, we always have pleasant conversations and memories. In fact, one of those kids from my long-term class was in a class I had this week at another school. His family had moved, so I got to meet him and and we were both excited to see each other. So that uh, I'll talk about that here in just a moment. That was a different school on a different day. But I was it was enjoyable for me to see these sixth graders. Then came Thursday. I already knew that I was teaching for two different teachers. Uh, one was an English teacher. One was a math teacher for two different grade levels. They just happened to get together and call me. They said, Mr. Collins, we know you would prefer a full day. How about you teach a half a day for me in the morning, half a day for this other teacher in the afternoon? And I thought that sounded great. Gave me an ability to see a lot more kids that day. This was in a high school environment. And, in fact, uh, in the morning, the teacher got back earlier than he expected, I think, and I got to spend a moment with him with his students. His son was in the uh, he had to go to a clinic that day to have a procedure done on his hand and that teacher described that to me and it was fascinating and we were thankful that his son was all right and that he would be back to normal soon and he shared that whole story with us so i was glad he did that these were all seniors they were pretty laid back yes there are is a difference between teaching fifth grade and seniors uh, one group is a little bit more talkative. I assume you know which group I'm talking about. And I had a good time in that class. Then I had been told in the office that morning that when I got there that my day would have otherwise been two planning periods, one for the first teacher in the morning and another planning period for the teacher in the afternoon. So what they did, and I don't blame them at all, they they were running short on substitutes. They needed Uh, someone to fill in for one period my planning period in in the afternoon so I was happy to do that that was a really intense science class so I forget exactly what they were doing but it had to do with chemical research it had I learned in that class myself and those those kids were great to talk to very intelligent I could tell that they belonged in that class, so I enjoyed that class as well. So I, I did that for only one period, and we had some free time left. I got to talk to some of the guys that were 
uh, going to be in a football game in a couple of days. I got to talk to some of the members of the marching band that were in there because the marching band in the area is actually going to perform in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So if you watch that this year and you see a band in, from Kentucky, you'll know that some of my kids that I taught that day. So that was exciting. I got to see some of the volleyball players and mention to them that I would have their game coming up next week. So that was a lot of fun for me as well. So that was was my high school day and just as a reminder make sure you go to that substitute teachers lounge facebook page i'm i really want you to look at that poster that i mentioned at the beginning of the show and let me know what you think about it has to do with a certain activity that you see boys and girls uh doing in the hallway between classes so if that gives you a little interest in seeing what it is then uh, take a time, take your time, and go ahead and look at that, and let me know what you think. I would love for you to fill up our Facebook page with thoughts about that. My final day this week was at a middle school. It was a seventh grade class, so I saw some of the sixth graders I had this last year. I want to tell you that it was funny when I walked in the lobby. This particular school. They have the doors unlocked to the lobby, but the students know that they're not allowed to go in until a certain time. But it allows the teachers, especially ones that the office people recognize, to walk in. But as you're doing that, you go through that open area and you pass by the students. And it's always a nice feeling to hear them say, Mr. Collins, are you by chance uh, substituting? They gave the teacher's name. Are you substituting for her today? And I was. So that was always exciting for I was excited to see them. They were excited to see me, and I, I was looking forward to doing that class. It was another ELA class, and I was able to share uh, my knowledge of 9-11 with them again only because we were talking about uh, – I was reading a story to them about the triangle fire mishap that happened back in 1911 in New York, and that up until 9-11 was the most serious tragedy with the most deaths in the New York area – uh, until that time. So I was able to give them stories again, as we've talked before, to relate to them and add something to the to their knowledge. We were talking about how doors had to be opened outward after that, that fire codes changed, that sprinklers were put in place, that, you know, the working conditions were not good, that maybe the managers would lock the doors to keep late people from coming in or to keep them from even getting out. So there wasn't escape doors. The fire escape was not attached properly. So it was a very sad story. So we watched a History Channel special that was about five minutes long, and I actually read an article to them that they then analyzed. So we had a good day that day. It took me about 20 minutes. It was a class filler, of course, but the teacher recommended that if I didn't mind uh, to read it to the class. And she had a helper in there the first period that always works with her. And I was happy to hear that that helper had already texted the teacher I was substituting for it and saying, listen, Mr. Mr. Collins does a good job in this area. You're going to want to ask him back. So that's always, you know, the more you can do to interact with those kids, that's what draws the attention. That's what keeps them back. And to be honest, it's not like I'm doing it to manipulate anybody. I'm just doing it because I enjoy interacting with them. You ought to have seen how quiet those classes become when you read to them, and you can see them turning the pages when they should be. They're actually paying attention. And to be honest, this 
this particular story was a very interesting one, so it held their attention quite a bit. So we talked through that. We reminisced in the hallways with some students I had last year. I walked around and talked to some other teachers just to kind of see so they could see that I was there and that they knew that I was available and you know, able to come back and teach their class at the appropriate time. So it was a really great day. I ran into one of the students that I mentioned earlier in the episode that we got reacquainted that was in my long-term subclass at a different school last year because his family had moved. So that was great. And that class ended my week. So as I mentioned at the beginning, I would encourage all of you to expand your repertoire, try new things, get out there and do things, push yourself outside your comfort zone. I'll be honest, I didn't seek out uh, some of the classes I took this week, but I was so glad that the schools called and requested me. I learned so much. It was great to meet those students of every group. As I said, seven different teachers, seven different age groups, seven different, uh, five different schools. It was just a great week. And probably, the, I, as I recall, it's the first time I had gone to five different schools in the same week, including private schools, public schools, all of those. So it was a really great week, and I had a great time. I would encourage all of you to expand your horizons. It was. I was also uh, I branched out in the way I did this podcast this week. I hope it sounds fine. This has been a busy week, substitute teaching every day, and every day but Monday I had volleyball, including late Friday night where we worked until 1130 until the last match was over, and then I had to be back there at 9 a.m. the next day and refereed four more games. So you're actually listening to a podcast, the majority of which I recorded in the front cab of my truck during a break in the volleyball matches. I had about a two-hour break. I had taken my PC and my audio equipment with me, and I'm actually recording a lot of this in the truck. So I hope it sounds fine. It's nice and enclosed, so I don't think I detect any echoes. So you got to do what you got to do sometime. I I did a referee volleyball for one of my area teams on Tuesday. I had actually been thinking about it all day because I knew a lot of the girls on the team. And you're always a little bit nervous in that situation because you don't want to make a call unfair to either side just because you know one side better than the other. You don't want to either penalize the team you know or give favors to the team you know. So I thought about it all day. I kept thinking, you know, what if I make a bad call in a crucial situation? We actually had one call that came close, so I was going to feel bad. It it caused this team to go down by one point, and the next point would have been game point, and it could have led to them having to play longer. So I did feel bad about it. You know, I'm I'm got three years of experience. My scheduler is trying to push me as much as she can, as she does all the new people. We don't have as much experience, so we don't make the you know the more perfect calls that some of the long term referees did. But I have to admit, I was so thankful that the team that I know scored three straight points and still won that match. I still felt bad when I went home. I had thought about it all day, and sure enough, something similar happened. 
I don't know if I made a bad call. I know some of them thought maybe I should have caused something that I didn't, and that's okay. I, I'm sure, and to be honest, some of the rules have changed in volleyball. That It's not quite as strict as it used to be because they're emphasizing continuation of play so that just to make sure that the referees don't uh, – take the game away from the participants but I love that team it's got some of my favorite students on it I love all the volleyball players I met this weekend if you at all can you know we have such a shortage of officials if if you at all can become an official and help out in that regard that's such a great thing for the kids I had you know I, I told you I refereed four games last night uh, which is Friday night, four games today on Saturday. I had players come up to me and start talking to me. And it's not because I'm a great referee. It's just because they can tell I'm a friendly person and willing to talk. I had one coach come up and talk to me about 10 minutes, and I thought that he thought that I didn't make a correct call in one of his matches. But apparently he respected me enough that he actually came up and shared some information about referees in his area getting my opinion about it and that really made me feel good so it's been an overall great week I hope to see all the students I had this week again and to be honest I branched out into that FMD class and I will definitely do that again so I would encourage all of you branch out see what you can get into don't just do the same grade over and over see what you you can be good at we're all in this together we're doing this because not so much for the money i know i'm not doing it for the money i make more money in the evening uh refereeing volleyball than I do in the day substitute teaching because I don't have a teaching degree mainly some of you make more money than that but please there are all kinds of kids out there that need our attention try them all try every one of them I'll be honest I still haven't pushed the box to do less than the fifth grade I told them that I would rather stick to fifth grade but I'll be honest if I get called from that private school and they say, Mr. Collins, we're really shorthanded. We could use you in second grade today. Tell you what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be as uncomfortable as possible when I go in there, but I'm going to do it. And I would encourage all of you to do the same. Hopefully next two weeks or so, we'll get the other podcast founder and his co-founder on the show. I'm looking forward to that a lot. In the meantime, you guys have a great substitute week. I hope you've already got three days scheduled, at least like me. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, all three are middle school, and I get to do my favorite class again. So it's going to be exciting, but not quite as exciting as what I just found out. I just came away from a gender reveal party for my son and his wife. They will be having a boy in February. I went to a gender reveal party a few weeks ago for my other son and his wife. They will be having a boy in February. So I'm going to be up to four grandchildren in February. I'm going to have one granddaughter, and it will be three grandsons. The granddaughter is now five, almost six. The grandson is 10 weeks old. So congratulate me for that. Grandchildren are the best things in the world, of course. I will see you next week for the next episode of Substitute Teacher's Lounge. (music) 
Music provided by Finn Sound.